All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything that you need to know ahead of the start of trade this morning. The spread of COVID-19 in India continued to slow down officially even as the number crossed the 1 crore mark over the weekend. India reported just over 24,000 fresh infections in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, according to the Health Ministry's latest update. Now, some of the concern that is being seen as responsible for yesterday's sell-off in India's equity market stems from the spread of the virus in the UK and Europe. The European Centre for Disease Prevention and Control said preliminary analysis in the UK indicates that the COVID-19 variant is significantly more transmissible than previously circulating variants, with an estimated increased transmissibility of up to 70%. In positive signs though, according to the ECDC, there is no indication at this point of increased infection severity associated with a new variant. There are also currently no indications that the vaccines won't work on the new mutation, according to Soumya Swaminathan, the WHO's chief scientist, though it could take days or more than a week to find out the response. Now, we've kept you posted on the key developments when it comes to the flows into India's equity markets. You'll be interested to note that yesterday, foreign institutional investors were net sellers in Indian equity, having sold a net amount of 323.55 crore. Now, roles in a sense were reversed in yesterday's session with domestic institutions turning net buyers for the first time since the end of October and FIIs turning net sellers for the first time since the Maurat trading session over a month ago. In other news, the Delhi High Court in an order has said that the rights conferred on Amazon.com under its agreements with the Future Group seem to be contrary to India's foreign direct investment rules. In a prima facie opinion, the High Court held that the agreements between Amazon with Future Group companies, if conflated, result in the American company exercising control over future retail, which would be contrary to foreign direct investment and foreign exchange management rules in the absence of government approvals. Earlier in the day though, the High Court had refused to grant an injunction in the case preventing Amazon.com from writing to statutory authorities and regulators against the completion of the deal between future retail and Reliance Industries. Sumitomo Mitsui Financial Group is seeking to buy an Asian lender, possibly even an Indian one, and team up with a global investment bank on US deal-making, signaling its expansion plans remain undeterred by the pandemic. Chief Executive Officer Jun Ota said in an interview that the Japanese bank wants to find a partner to underwrite equity and bond sales in the US and elsewhere after it was unable to fully take advantage of a corporate financing boom this year. In international markets, US equities declined but ended off the session's lows. The Dow Jones Industrial Average in fact ended higher, but just about. 
The Nasdaq fell about a tenth of a percent, while the S&P 500 declined by about 0.4 percent. In the Asia-Pacific region, though, all three early rises have started in the red with cuts of over half a percent. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Hormuz. How are we looking at the start today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuned in. Well, if there are Monday blues, they definitely were evident on Monday. A new COVID strain in the UK certainly put a lot of strain on India's benchmark indices, which witnessed the biggest one-day sell-off since May this year. FII has finally turned in a net sell figure for the session, a first since the Mohra trading day on the 14th of November. A trend that also broke was that of the DII selling. Local investors registered their first buy figure in a session since the 30th of October. All sectoral indices too fell anywhere between 2-7% to as over 6.5 lakh crore of investor wealth was eroded. However, we are set to open gap up today with early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicating that the index is trading 150 50 points higher above the mark of 13,400. Now, specific stocks for today, Tata Motors has joined the bandwagon of automobile companies announcing price hikes. The company will increase commercial vehicle prices starting January the 1st, 2021. The price hike is attributed to a steady rise in input costs, Forex and a transition to BS6 norms. The price hikes are expected across the MNHCV, LCV, SCV and buses portfolio. In fact, Tata Motors, with its exposure to the UK, was the biggest laggard on the Nifty on Monday ending nearly 9% lower. JSW Steel has announced that its Italian subsidiary has entered into a share purchase agreement with the Industrial Development Corporation of South Africa to acquire 30.7% stake in GSI Lucini. This will be done for a cash consideration of 1 million euros. With this, it aims to acquire controlling stake in the Ford Steel Ball Maker based in Italy as the subsidiary already holds the remaining stake in the company. The next stock in the list is Went. Now, Carborundum Universal and Went GmbH had announced plans to sell 4.7% of the total equity in the company through an offer for sale in order to bring down their shareholding to 75%. Now, in an announcement made to the exchanges overnight, the company has stated that the OFS is now withdrawn. It has cited delay in the transfer of sale shares as required under the SEBI OFS circulars as the reason behind the withdrawal. Watch out for NIIT Limited as the company will hold a board meeting on the 24th of December to consider a buyback of equity shares. Speaking of buybacks, Engineers India has declared the 1st of January as the record date for its own share buyback, which was announced in November. Lupin has received the US FDA approval for rufinamide oral suspension, which is used in the adjunctive treatment of seizures in pediatric patients. The drug had estimated annual sales of $124.5 million for the 12 months ending September 2020, according to IQVIA data. Embassy Office Park's REIT has announced closure of its QIP. The issue price has been fixed at 331 rupees a unit, which is a 5% discount to the floor price of 348.3 rupees a unit. Three large mutual funds have acquired stake in Birla Soft through large deals on Monday. ICICI Prudential Mutual Fund, Aditya Birla Sun Life Mutual Fund and Invesco Mutual Fund acquired 0.7% stake each at close to 205 rupees a share. The stock had very volatile moves on Monday. It gained over 9% in early trade once the deals took place and then succumbed to market volatility ended 2.5% lower after declining almost 6% intraday.
And an IPO update now, Anthony Waste Handling's IPO was subscribed 1.98 times on the first day of bidding. The QIB portion was subscribed 63%, the non-institutional portion was subscribed 8%, while the retail portion was subscribed 3.5 times. More on the stocks and focus along with a lot more in our all you need to know copy on bloombergquint.com. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Harmas. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 